hello. Just before I let you go with the episode, a little disclaimer. I am talking about Lance Stroll and what happened with him shoving his personal trainer, yada yada yada. I want to make things clear again because I am defending Lance Stroll on certain points during the episode. I'm also cracking some jokes about the subject. But this has no link with justifying his action toward his personal trainer. I am not trying to find excuses for him or justify him or trying to make it acceptable to the public eye. This is not my objective and will never be. I do not tolerate violence upon peers and yeah, this is not okay. However, it is important to see different points of perspective and I think that we all need to shade a bit our opinion toward Lenstrol especially towards the hate that he is receiving on social media. So that's just for that. I want to make things clear again before you're listening to that part of the of the episode. No, I'm not trying to make up excuses for him. No, I'm not trying to say that it's all right to shove someone because you are disappointed in yourself. No, it's not. It's not okay now. It's not okay never. But it's not okay to be a victim of cyberbullying just for your family name and (laughs) what everyone is um, saying about you on the internet. Again, perspective, layers, there's layers at every subject, especially this one. And I want to make things clear again before you are starting to listen to this wonderful, amazing and very funny episode as always lots of love your favorite drive to survive fan hello my favorite people in the whole world this is as always your favorite dts fan grab your favorite snack a cup of coffee a cup of tea a glass of water or a shot of your favorite alcohol if you're a desperate ferrari fan just like me and let's get going we are here to do a race recap that Qatar GP happened last week. And we have a lot to touch upon. <laughs> um, first of all, I really hope that the last week episode with Anna, that you liked basically this episode, I hope that you had a lot of fun and you had a little laugh with us because we really did. It was hilarious. But let's get jump. Let's jump into the Qatar GP so I don't ramble for hours. It was a sprint weekend, so yes, it means one 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 additional day of Formula One, and um, yeah, I I I actually okay. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I have trouble to remember what happened last weekend. I'm not gonna lie. I really have issues because I just had. A hell of a week with a lot of exams for my midterms. So literally my brain is like, I feel like in one week, a hundreds of weeks happened. Like what a week it was like, what a year, but it was a week. But let's try to all remember. I'm going to chill a bit and start to remember what happened last weekend. But yeah, it was it was it was nothing really important to happen on the Friday. Um, it was quali for um, the race on Sunday. Um, honestly, 
I don't... Oh, but of course a big deal happened on Friday. Am I insane? Lance Stroll literally shoved someone. <laughs> All right. Uh, but let's start in order. So during quali for Sunday, um, Lance Stroll qualified P17, if I'm not wrong. I think it was P17. And... I was feeling so bad. Oh no, I, I actually didn't really care. <laughs> Wait, I am cutting my own bullshit and I'm gonna start it here. I don't care about Lance Stroll. I'm, I have a lot of empathy for this man right now toward the hate that he is getting. And not only since last week, but in general, since he's in the sport, basically, I have a lot of empathy for him for that. But. I don't really care about this man. He's never he has never been one of my favorite drivers and probably never will. I don't really care how he's finishing. I'm actually kind of looking around since this season. I'm actually it's been a few weeks, few races, then I'm actually looking at Landstroll, but in a way like I told you, I felt very especially since the Singapore just before the Singapore GP. I had a I actually had such a good debate with a friend about that. I had a, a debate with with that. Uh, since the Singapore GP, I'm actually looking closely at what Lance Stroll is doing, like once or twice in a in a race. Not because he's my favorite driver, but just because I feel bad for this man. Uh, but yeah, I, he qualified P17. I didn't realize it was that bad. Um, I didn't realize it was really not good, and um, and I just saw him getting out of his car. And actually, on the French TV, we didn't show him, we didn't sh we didn't see the footage of what happened um, in the garage. Uh, I learned it from a friend of mine, Lena. She came on the pod for the Monza recap. Um, she sent me like she sent on the group chat with other iPhone content creators. She like sent it uh, a message saying like, "Oh, did you saw Lance Stroll punching the wall?" And I was like. Wait, what? He punched what now? And I was kind of like, in this in between, like, this is a bit like, you know, the joke around like a man being angry and punching a wall. This is a very common joke that we all do. But I have trouble of anger management. I don't punch wall. <laughs> I'm gonna say it here. I never, I never punch the wall and never will because having anger management issues doesn't mean that you are punching a wall because you're getting mad but i get the frustration like on on, on a certain level i get the frustration that's why also i love jack duhan <laughs> on the level of frustration i get it <laughs> i absolutely get it <laughs> i was talking with a friend and and she asked me like oh why do you like i i, I don't relate to jack duhan i actually found him a bit over dramatic and that's why I don't support him that much in F2. And I told her, I have anger issues. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's why you love him. <laughs> well, on that point, with like the punching a wall, I still found it ridiculous on the basis. But I was like, yeah, I get the frustration. Especially since you're literally being dissected by the internet um, since the beginning of the season. Especially since this... I feel like since the summer break, he is really being the the like the one we hit if we had to hit on someone or like how the internet 
is always picking him to pieces anytime he they can. But I, I, I haven't... The thing that is weird is like Lance Stroll is for me one of these drivers where I don't think about him on a regular basis. I think the last time I thought about it was when he fell on the stairs in the Canada um, paddock. <laughs> I think that's the last time that I purposely thought about Lance Stroll simply because I did that fall once. Like I fall all the time and it actually happened to me the exact same fall with the exact same like condition. It's what you slide, you fell on the ass. And it's nothing is more embarrassing than trying to stand up from that fall because it's not a fall that hurts that much. You're not that hurt, but your ego is bruised and damaged for a few weeks. Um, so that's the last time I actually thought about Lance Stroll, but with him punching a wall or what I thought he, or what we thought at the time that he was pen- punching a wall, I think that's what also that what they said on Sky, on Sky Sport on or on F1 TV. I'm not sure. Again, I'm not watching on these um, network service, so I don't know what they said. But then I went on Twitter and wanted to see the clip because it was the break between Q1 and Q2. So I was like, oh, I want to see, did he actually punch the wall? Or like, did he punch the air in like an, like in, in, in like, <laughs> in an angerish way? I don't know how you can punch the, the air in an angerish way, but imagine in your head, all right? Like he just punched the air and I just wanted to check, like is the internet going crazy over something ridiculous because it's Dan Stroll or is it real? It really happened. And then I found the clip and I watched the clip and I'm like, he didn't punch the wall. He actually punched someone. <laughs> the moment I saw the clip, that's the first thing I saw. I didn't even realize that it was Lance punching, um, it was the the exact same clip. I thought it was two different clips. Clips like right on Twitter. That was the first thing on my TL. So I was like, "Oh, Lance Stroll getting out of quali. Is it before or after he punched the wall?" Then I see him punch, not punching, but shoving his. Uh, I think it's his personal trainer. I'm not sure if it's his personal trainer. I never figured out who that man was, but. Lots of courage to you. But like, um, so he shoved the guy and I'm like, oh, if that's the, if that's the clip they're talking about, there is no way he punched the wall. He either punched someone or the air, but there is no way he punched the wall. He definitely just shoved the, the guy. Then I went on Instagram and I had the, the red flag story that they were like kind of reacting to the, um, to, to, to the Grand Prix, to the quality of, the, of, of Friday in Live. And I click on the story. The first thing I see is like, did anyone see the way Lance Stroll punched his personal trainer? And I'm like, oh, so that's the clip where he is allegedly punching the wall, but actually punching someone. And um, yeah, and I was like, oh, that's bad. That's going to be bad. And then in, I was pissed. I actually sent a text to one of my friends saying like, I don't want to defend Lance Stroll anymore. I don't want to be out there defending Lance Stroll because I just, I just feel this is very disrespectful. And then it took me 30 minutes to realize like, yeah, um, but he's going to get absolutely assaulted by the internet because it's Lance Stroll. I am not sure everyone would have reacted like that if it was Max Verstappen. 
it's not it's not even i i'm not sure it's like i'm sure nobody would have reacted like it wouldn't have taken that much like not that it shouldn't take that dimension but like the reaction of the people wouldn't have that dimension if it was Max Verstappen. Actually, if it was Max Verstappen, everyone will be like, yeah, well, we know Max Verstappen is an an angerish kid and, like, he's aggressive and, like, we know that that's normal for Max. But since it's, like, Lance Stroll and he's already being hated on the internet all the time, then let's uh, put this man 12 feet under the ground even like even more like just push his head under water again now again this has no purpose to actually convince you that shoving someone is not a bad thing again i am not defending this act i am not justifying it because there is nothing no intention and no thoughts that could make me say that this was a good idea or this was a correct thing to do no you don't shove someone into a wall even if you're pissed especially because it's your fault like it's, it's your fault you're the one who f- fucked up so like no excuses sir but then i i did I, I digged a little bit more after quali and i found it also the video of him throwing his steering wheel and then that actually made me laugh really, really hard because I saw some people being so pissed, being like, oh my God, that's like a hundred thousand of dollars. How could he throw it on the ground? That's so disrespectful. Guys, and that's also my problem with the whole situation is like people are literally waiting for the single one thing to actually jump at this man's neck no you shouldn't throw the steering wheel and we all know how much it cost but the extent that people made like the 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 the, the link that people made being like oh that's because he's a nepo baby and that's so his father bought the team so he has absolutely no respect for anyone the engineer the cars that no 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 again i am not justifying this or found an excuse for him throwing the steering wheel or shoving someone into a wall. For me, both of these actions shouldn't happen and it's not okay. But I am blaming the extent and the dimension that people are doing it just for the sake that it's Lance Stroll that is acting upon. And honestly, throwing the steering wheel didn't seem... (laughs) didn't see that bad no but okay okay before actually jumping to my neck to actually try to cancel me um please be aware that for me like i mean for me pierre gasly flipping off everyone on camera and the engineer and like everyone on the pit wall after the suzuka grand prix wasn't a big a big of a deal and people cried about it for hours so like, it's like, I think I'm having too much empathy toward these men, but not empathy in a weird way. I'm just like, everyone has bad day. Everyone do stupid things when they are taking action upon their raw emotions. And I'm just being a human and being like, yeah, 
Throwing the steering wheel is a reaction that I thought I would see before or earlier in that sport. Like for me, I don't understand how Zhu Guanyu, who literally finishes every Grand Prix between P20 and P15, isn't throwing the steering wheel on the ground. Like this is more my kind of reaction. Like, oh Logan Sargent, how the how is he not actually throwing the steering wheel on the ground? And that's why when I saw Lance Stroll throwing the steering wheel, I was like, dude, I get that. And then I realized that it was a hundred of dollars, a hundred of thousand of dollars. And then I was like, yeah, maybe don't throw it. Put put it put it, you know, sh- shove it on the pillow. <laughs> like throw the steering wheel but on the pillow because that shit is expensive but you know it's just a reaction upon another and again I am not trying to find excuses I'm just saying that the reaction of people is not acceptable just as much as someone shoving another people into a wall I said that on my TikTok um, just after what happened and I will say it again. If you're sending death threats to Landstroll, hate comments, asking him to leave the sport, being one of these disgusting people, um, being so mean in all the comment section that you can find related to Landstroll, whereas it's Aston Martin, Fernando Alonso, or he or Landstroll's um, own Instagram page, then you are as ridiculous and as pity and as... Um, and, it, it, and your actions are as unaccepted that someone that shoved another person into a wall because cyberbullying is not tolerated either. Just a gentle reminder. Cyberbullying isn't tolerated. Just keep that in your mind, please. But yeah, he throws a steering wheel. Honestly, again, to me... Didn't seem like a big deal. Maybe that's a hot take. I don't care. Honestly, I'm just being honest. And I feel like some people are overreacting just because it's it's natural. Like, dude, be fucking for real. He throw the steering wheel? All right. The steering wheel is expensive. Doesn't make it less... Like, doesn't make it more okay to throw it. But don't tell me you would never do this. I don't understand. Nobody would never do this. They are competitors, they are driving, and they can have a bad day. You know what I mean. We all have bad days. And I feel like, also, if you're blaming Landstroll that much, maybe um, uh, try to um, mop in front of your front door, because I feel like if he is on the verge of snapping at any moment, it's because of hates that he is getting on, on, on every social media. This poor man can't catch a break. Um, And I'm not talking about his performance because for me, there is no excuses to not performing. He is bad. He is bad. Like, he's not having a great season. And we can all agree about that. And I'm not making up excuses for him being bad. I didn't talk about his performance. And I, I, I will not because he is not having a good season. He is not good this season. That's just facts. We can all see it with our eyes. But I am feeling like people really need to let this man breathe, let him alone, and stop it. 
because also I'm not talking about the jokes. I'm not talking about people making actually construct criticism about him because that has nothing to do with being a hateful son of son of, son of a not very nice dad. Um, like I, I just generally think that there is two types of things. I make jokes about Lancel all the time. I make jokes about the situation uh, of him being a nepo baby all the time uh, with my friends. I also made a TikTok about like the Aston Martin PR team going nuts after Lance shoving another person into a wall. But does that mean I'm going over Lance Stroll's social media to saying that he's absolutely washed, that he should kill himself or quit the sport? No, I don't do that because that's... I have absolutely no right to do that and no roll it back again. Um, I just generally think that this man is 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 mentally very very bad. He has he's at a bad mental state and mental health, like worst spot that he could ever be at, probably. Like he cannot catch a break. They hate on the social media. Just check Aston Martin comment section, please. I'm not even asking to go on Lance Stroll page. Just go on Aston Martin. Just go there and see for your eyes how mean people are. And I'm pretty sure that the worst, the worst comments are being not even published because you cannot um, put too, you cannot put insults basically on comment section because your your Instagram is blocking your comments. Thank fucking God for that because I don't want to see the comment section if that option didn't exist. Also, Aston Martin, do something. Do something. Do, do can someone in the PR team just try to do a world filter for the comments? Why why are you letting all this hate under your own post, which must be so frustrating for the people working? Some people, not only the the engineers, but like I'm thinking about the photograph, the photographers, the people thinking about the market, the market, the marketing. Oh my God, I cannot speak who are being videographer, who are actually working to construct social media's contents and think about the aesthetic and how much work that is and how much time they spend on it just to see only in the comments people being like, Lancel, you're a fucking bitch, you should quit the sport. You you are so, so bad. Lancel is so washed. Aston Martin, get rid of Lancel. And even worse comments. Like... Do something. This is ridiculous. Delete the comments. Be supportive for your drivers. This would never happen. For example, even if, again, uh, I don't support Red Bull and never will, especially with Elmut Marco being there. So, yeah, this would not happen with Red Bull. This would not happen with Ferrari. I'm not saying that I would do a statement to defend the drivers, but they would definitely select the comments make something on uh, like on the like do a trick um to like cover it up without anyone doing like again the world filter thing the word selection filter is a real thing just use it for fuck's sake this is ridiculous and i don't think that helps lens stroll um to let all this hate blossom in the comments and um 
one last point about it. Again, we don't tolerate him being shoved into a wall, shoving people into a wall. We don't tolerate physical assault, especially when the person is not a competitor. Um, it's kind of a different situation when it's two drivers. I feel like some people are more lenient when it comes to, like, for example, two drivers, um, like the Max Verstappen Esteban Ocon incident that happened a few years ago. I think it was in Turkey, but I'm not sure. Um, you know, this we all know this famous video where Max literally shove Esteban and push him at multiple um, occasion because he took him like Esteban took Max out during a race. Um, some people are being more lenient because they are two drivers and I understand their point of view. Uh, however, um, I feel like some people are way too um, like they close their eyes way too quickly. Because it's, because it's not Lance Stroll, it's Max Verstappen or whatever. And uh, yeah, when it's two drivers, it's a bit different because there is this whole competi competitiveness that comes into play and the frustration is even higher, which make it less oh, even less okay for Lance Stroll to shoving his personal trainer because his personal trainer doesn't have to do anything with him not performing. And I get that, and I understand that, and I am actually agreeing with that point, because that makes it even less okay, okay for Lance Stroll. However, the hate that this man is getting needs to stop. Again, yes, his family name is Stroll. Well done, you can read and you all realize that his father owns a part of Aston Martin. Thank God you were here. We didn't realize, and that's why you keep repeating it at every mistake this man is doing. I talked about it in the Singapore recap when he got his accident. Some people were jumping way too fast saying that this man, I hope that this man doesn't recover and cannot race and has a bad injury. What the hell is wrong with you guys? And again, this is the same thing. We all know that, all right? We all know he's a stroll. We, and first of all, he didn't decide. Oh, yeah, spoiler alert. He didn't decide that his family name was Stroll. He didn't decide the family he, he was born into. There's probably all of us. I'm not saying that we should have pity or being like, oh, that's poor, that poor rich kid driving in the poor car that his father bought him. I'm not saying that. I'm not, I will not cry over his shoulder for that. But can we stop this debate? It's like the DTS debate. We are all tired of that debate. And do I think that he deserves an F1 seat? Yeah, I actually do think he deserves an F1 seat because we saw way worse drivers. Um, there were also paid drivers like Latifi, but um, I don't know. For me, he's not a good... I, I don't want to talk about performance and him deserving a seat because I actually don't think that I studied enough his way of driving or how he is on track. I don't think I, I looked enough into it to give an opinion that so if he does deserve his F1 seat. So for me right now it's a yes, but I should probably look more into his performance and try to have an eye on him during the weekends um, just to make sure, you know, that uh, he like that I could at least have a, a silent agreement between me and me like do do we think, yes, he deserves it or no, he should probably not be here. Um, 
one last thing about Lance Stroll, the interviews after Quali. I think it was the Fan Behavior podcast that actually said it uh, on their pod. We need to stop forcing drivers to go to the, 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 the mic to ask them, oh, how shitty was this race? All right, what do you think about it? And just ask them the question. And I understand that people want to get their um, reaction uh, on the spot. Like, what do they think? But I think we can all imagine what they're going to say. First of all, they will either go like, oh, I'm shit. Or they will want to kill the journalist. And especially in Lance Stroll case. Because I think that's also something that we didn't see with other drivers getting hate on the internet. I feel like even the reporters on the paddock are actually hateful toward Lance. So I feel like this man is just being like, they want to trick me all the time. They want to find the one question that is not good. And that's why he was answering by yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And that's why he looked pissed. Also, please, um, yes, he's not Daniel Ricciardo with a hundred smile all the time. But how about we don't try to make general assumption about just someone's attitude i'm not saying that his attitude is pleasant but like i'm not making a whole um judgment personality judgment um um like uh, honor judgment or like very deep judgment towards someone that is just saying yes or no after having a bad quality because for me you cannot judge someone over that because he was pissed when it's a normal day uh, during the paddock and there is nothing bad then you can judge how Lance Stroll is and decide if you like his personality or not. And that's why I don't vibe with Lance Stroll even when he is not mad on a, on the normal basis. I just don't vibe that much with him. I don't relate that much with him. And I just like, I'm like, yeah, do, do, do your life, dude. I don't really care. But the moment they are mad or they are frustrated or pissed because they crashed, because they didn't qualify uh, well or yz reason i think that we shouldn't be like oh that we can see he doesn't give a shit how rude he is oh this is ridiculous and again i feel like it's just because it's ancestral that people are saying that um i have absolutely no proof for that but i do feel like that and you can hate me if you're a ancestral hater you're probably gonna hate this whole bit but i just think that it some people need to chill the fuck down over the landstroll hate because i'm not on a landstroll train i will not hop on his train i just felt so bad for him i literally felt so bad for him and i'm also pissed over the people on the internet being so freaking mean for no flipping reason oh my god and get over it that his name is stroll he cannot change it well he could but he will not um but yeah that's 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 it all toward the land stroll of it all um did something else happen during quality oh yeah um oscar no oscar qualified wait what oh yeah the mercedes had such a good performance during quality um lewis and george did very well they ended up qualifying i think um p uh lunch maybe george was p2 was it Max, George, Lewis? It was indeed Verstappen, Russell, Hamilton, Alonso, Leclerc, Piastri, Gasly, Ocon, Bottas, Norris. 
Uh, Norris got the first time deleted. Um, and yeah, um, time to time um, track limits issues. So his time, his lap time was deleted. And he felt so defeated after quality. Oh, that broke my heart. <gasps> the way uh, 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 I almost said Lance. Lando was bidding himself um, for like the track limit stuff. Yeah, totally understandable. I felt bad for him too. Um, I feel like this is such a frustrating situation when you know you were about to give the most incredible lap. Especially in the last lap, he was getting purple sector everywhere and went off in the last turn. <gasps> Absolutely heartbreaking, heart-wrenching. I was like, no, no, Lando. Oh my God, it was all too much for little Lando Norris. <laughs> too much pressure. Um, <laughs> I feel bad for doing that joke. I'm sorry, Lando. Love you. Um, but yeah, I felt really bad for him. And there was this all like track limit issue that happened with like the... So when the quali ended, we thought Verstappen P1, Piastri P2, Russell P3. And Lando P4. Well, Lando knew that he, he's... Um, that was also awful, okay? Everyone being like, Lando, you're P4, you're P4. And he was like, I ran off. I know I'm not P4, I'm going to be P10. And everyone being like, oh, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure, because I was driving the car, actually. And he ran off really wide. So it was like, yeah, we, we all know. Like, this is not good. And... um and uh and oscar learning live that actually he didn't qualify p2 but p6 or 7 and i was like are you telling this poor kid on live tv that actually track limits and his lap time was deleted and like george face when he didn't know about lando being like lando not being there he was giving his mic to oscar and being like wait you're where was Lando? And then he was like, oh, Lando's gone. He track track limit. And the face draws me like the... <laughs> Side-eyeing Oscar. Absolutely genius. Love him. Again, that was the office. And the office moment. Like, he was <laughs> looking so flabbergasted. And, um, yeah... That was it. Also, what a funny moment. Okay, I think I almost pissed myself. Well, that's that's a bit of extreme, but still, like, so after Quali, um, so both Alpine were Q3. Yes, Esteban and Pierre were in Q3. It was the happiest day of my life. I was screaming for the top of my lung, and we actually made a link with Elena. I was talking with her and I was like, we need to actually ask scientists to look this up. Why is it when Carlos perform amazing, Alpine boys do shitty and vice versa? Because Carlos didn't make it um, after Q2. And I was feeling bad, but then I was like, oh my god, I stay bestie and Pierre Gasly being in Q3. Who cares about smooth operator? <laughs> I was literally being like, 
who fucking cares about the other drivers of the red car? I'm having both of my French car in Q3. Vibing on my own, very happy about it, as if they didn't do a shitty season. But yeah, I was just... <laughs> that tells you how much I am not used to see Alpine performing in quality. Because they have such a good race pace, but the quality is just pain and heartbreaks and, again, pain constantly. I was vibing as if they were titled world champion. Like Alpine was being the <laughs> won the constrictor <laughs> championship. I was like, scrap all the president podcast episode. The car is amazing. <laughs> The shitty engine, I never said that. Actually, Alpine, I love you. <laughs> anyway, this <laughs> Oh my god. This happened and I was I was like waiting to see Pierre and Esteban doing their post quali interviews. And um <laughs> and literally um Pierre was being asked, like, how did you feel, how f great it was, and blah, blah, blah. And then it was actually during the exact same time that Oscar was being absolutely violated on live TV. <laughs> After, like, people saying him, like, oh, yeah, well, actually, you're not P3. <laughs> and so they, they said the same thing to Pierre, and it was with the French TV. And they were like, oh, Pierre, by the way, Oscar was, like... Um, tra his track time were deleted and then you can see the little glint of hope in his eyes being like oh he's P10 too like I'm moving one step up and they're like no you're not actually you're still P7 because he is P6 <laughs> it was like yeah 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 that's what I thought <laughs> I'm never letting this clip go away I loved it so much I laughed so hard also Romain Grosjean was doing the comments this last race weekend so for Qatar I was so happy to see Romain to hear him doing some comments and he was so funny guys some so, like you are missing out on something because you're not speaking French and you can't hear how Romain Grosjean is hilarious <laughs> well how Julien Febro, which is our, let's say, Martin Brundle. I don't know. No, yeah. Which one is... Oh, that's Ted. Well, he's not like Ted Kravitz. He's Martin Brundle. I think so, too. Yeah, he's our Martin Brundle because he is absolutely the best. Julien, I love you. <laughs> But anyway, and um, yeah, both of them are very good friends. Like Julien and Romain are very good friends. And um, since like when Romain was an F1 driver, basically. And I just, their dynamic throughout the whole race weekend, absolutely tears in my eyes at every goddamn moment. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> having the time of my life. I was like, this is a comedy show and F1, perfect. I'm having the time of my life. Anyway, I want Romain to be the co-commentator on every weekend. Also, we are all behind you, Romain. You're going to beat Andretti. <laughs> Andretti. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not Andretti. Andretti. 
I'm being such a shitty person, um, being like, yeah, you don't say Alpine, you say Alpine, but then I'm go like Andretti, not making any goddamn effort. Andretti, I'm sorry. Also, little F1 news, if you didn't know, the FIA accepted Andretti um, joining, like, having Andretti as a new F1 team. That doesn't mean that they're gonna join F1 yet because the other, the 10 other team needs to accept or at least like have the majority. So six team out of, out of the 10. I don't know if it's actually a majority thing or it needs to be a, like everyone agrees that Andretti in join, is joining, but the FIA said yes. So I think the FIA is being like, I'm giving you the rotten ball and you do whatever you want with that. They don't want to be the one being blamed for not having an 11th team. Um, I don't know how, what to think. I, don't, I, I honestly don't give a shit about having an 11th, te- 11th team. I just think that if the team are not agreeing because they are thinking we're going to have less money, which is true. Because um, so if you didn't know how teams are being funded, it's well, the investors, but also they are earning money throughout the whole season because of like the, 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 the image rights. I don't know if like it's the right way of saying like by the way, having your car being like, it's just like copyrights basically. And like image, yeah, image rights. And um, they are earning a lot of money from um, Liberty Media and this, whole amount that's coming from Liberty is being split by 10, everyone having the same equal part, like the same equal amount of money. But if there is now 11 team, this amount will reduce for each team. Now, Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari, don't give a shit because they are fucking rich. <laughs> but like a Haas, a, a Haas, um, an Alfa Romeo, and an Alpine, I don't think they are running out of money, but imagine, like, this is, this gonna, especially Haas, <laughs> especially Haas, this is gonna hurt them so much in terms of, like, money. And um, for me, the only thing that might, like, be a bit touchy about it is, like, I don't know how they're gonna fit another team in some paddocks. I think Total Wolf talked about this, after a race, I don't know when it was. I think it was like making fun of like when Brad Pitt was there. Yeah, it was at Silverstone actually. I remember exactly what happened. So at the Silverstone GP, that was the first weekend where the team of Brad Pitt was being having their own like box to pretend they are F1 drivers for the movie, etc. And um, and actually, um, um, they asked. Toto Wolf, like, on the joke, like, oh, have you visited the new F1 team? And Toto was like, ha, 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 yes, I went into the garage and blah, blah, blah. And then the journalist, who's very smart, and it's again on the French TV, so yeah, our F1 journalists are always on spot. He was like, oh, by the way, what would you think if there was a real 11th team on the grid? And Toto was like, well, I think just in terms of logistic, it couldn't happen because some of like the paddocks or like, imagine Monaco, <laughs> they're already too much for <laughs> Monaco paddock. Um, and like, just like he was talking about like the logistic and saying like, yeah, it just, it will just not fit. 
like there are some old tracks where the um, pit lane is just too small even for 10 teams so imagine 11 <laughs> and that might be my just con over having an 11th team i don't really care not gonna lie i don't have a problem having an american team like i really don't care that it's andretti i would love to have a porsche though <gasps> i would love to see porsche in f1 wow I would love to see Porsche or Lamborghini. Imagine, like, oh my God, Porsche, the logo. Or like, or like, huh, or like Lamborghini with like the the bull. Oh my God, I I would die. I would actually die. <laughs> I would actually kill myself. I'm alive myself. <laughs> anyway, we're getting sidetracked. I don't care that it's Andretti. I'm just having a, a beef with Andretti with how they treat my poor Roman Grosjean. Leave this poor man alone. And this is shitty. I know there are so many people being like, oh, well, he is just being pissed because he is like not performing well and now they are not like... So if you didn't know, Roman Grosjean is basically... Um, taking upon legal um, legal action against Andretti in IndyCar because apparently he signed a contract saying that they would renew his like contract at the end of the Indy season. Oh, but it wasn't the actual contract. It like it was like an uh, um, it's like a promise ring. You're not getting really engaged, but it's a promise ring. It was a promised contract. They give him a paper, a promised contract. He signed it. And, um, and yeah, it's actually, this analogy is so good. It's like a promise ring. It's like, I promise you, you'll, we, you will sign a contract at the end of the year. And it's not just verbal. He actually signed something, like saying that. And now they scratched his contract and put it in the fire pit. And we're like, oh, wait, we don't care. Who's Roman Grosjean? So... Legal action, as you should, Romain. Earn that money, 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 money. Go, Romain. Go, go, go. Go, Romain. Let's go. It's really hard for me to say Romain and keep with a, a normal English accent without having either saying Romain, which is absolutely disgusting. It's Romain, or being like after with an even more disgusting, disgusting French accent later on. Um, anyway, so. Legal action, I don't know how it goes. I know that so many people were like, yeah, well, he's just a, a, a crybaby. Um, well, yes, I would be a crybaby too if I could earn millions out of being a crybaby. Let me tell you that. First point, second point. I don't think he's being a crybaby. I think he he feels bad because, of course, he want to continue in the car, but it's more like I didn't search for another contract or for another seat, because you told me you were keeping me. Like, I, why would I search? It's like a Daniel Ricciardo. It's actually just like a Daniel Ricciardo situation. Except that they paid Daniel Ricciardo out, being like, okay, we don't want you, we're not going to finish our contract, get out of here. Which is absolutely rude, and everyone was so pissed. So why are you not pissed for Romain then? Because it's even more disgusting for Romain because this is illegal. Be pissed for Romain. Do not take Andretti's side. Why would you take Andretti's side? Do you have a is 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 your father 
the, the chief of Andretti. I don't think so. I'm so pissed to see people being like, yeah, well, Romain Grosjean is such a crybaby. He has always been a, cry, a crybaby. Yes, well, you sleep crying about it. <laughs> Let him be a crybaby if he wants to be a crybaby. Am I being biased? Yes. <laughs> Am I being extra? Yes. Um, I'll stop now. <laughs> I'll never stop. I'll never stop. Again, I am the French representative out there, and I am the French defender out there. So nobody is attacking someone from my team. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying Romain Grosjean is having the season of his life at Indy. Also, I didn't watch the Indy season, so how would I know? I'm just saying that he should win that um, legal... Um, legal pursuit is that would that work in a pursuit i don't know but you got what i mean <laughs> let's move on to another subject um so yeah very happy to see Romain. i was so happy to hear him commenting the grand prix i don't know why they chose qatar i think i should did Romain did very well in qatar that's not the grand prix he burned no Please don't let it be. No, it's not Qatar. Oh, please don't let it be Qatar. That would be absolutely awful. <laughs> no, it's not Qatar. I think it's... I think it was Jeddah. Yeah, it was Jeddah. Was it Jeddah? No, it was Bahrain. Yeah, it was Bahrain, but with like the year where they changed the track. Like they did Bahrain and then they did Bahrain. But with another... Anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Um, so yeah nice nice to hear him again and being him uh, like seeing him in the f1 world we were talking about quality i think we touched upon everything about quality now the sprints sprint shout out were boring we're skipping that <laughs> nothing happened in sprint during a sprint shout out um Lanstrol cal qualified poorly everyone <laughs> That made me cry so that made me laugh so much. Everyone was everyone's sons and mother were watching Lance performing for like the the sprint shout out. There you everyone was looking at him being like, is he gonna qualify well? And then when he qualified poorly, everyone was like, hide the engineers, hide the mechanics, hide everyone. See, that's a joke. That makes me laugh, and that's except that's that's tolerated. Like that's tolerated. I love these kinds of jokes, but threatening someone's life now. No, that's not my my level of joke, and it shouldn't be a joke anyway. <sighs> Let's move on. <laughs> I love being sarcastic. Anyway, um, yeah, he qualified poorly. I think he qualified P seventeen. The the. The, um, the yeah the faith was against him again like no but i'm not saying that everything is about faith and that he is not good, performing well because of faith but i'm just saying it's that very it's very unlucky of him to qualify for both quality p17 <laughs> the fact that he got both time p17 is cackling me up I'm just like no please could it be any number over 17 lands <laughs> no not P17 again. Oh my god. If in Austin he's qualifying P17, I am pissing my pants. Um, 
yeah spring shout out boring as fuck nothing happened it was fucking warm and that's when they started to be worried about the tires and um they started to look upon also i think over the nights of friday and saturday they changed the track yes because they had like a uh there was a pre-free practice before the print the sprint shout out yeah that's true so basically during the night over the night um from friday to saturday um the fia was like "Ooh, everyone is going off at that turn five maybe we should do something about it and i think they actually changed them like they um put the apex like the you know the 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 Oh, fuck. The the red and, and, and white strap that you can see on some turns, they wi- widen, widened it on one of the turns in Qatar, like, over the night. Um, and that's why for the spring shout-out, they were having, like, um, a pre... Like, a, a tiny f- 10 minutes free practice before the sprints. And that's also during the sprints that they're starting to being very worried about the, the tires. Um, but yeah, sprints. Um, what happened during the sprints? Oh, Oscar won. <laughs> I told you, my brain is just foying stuff because I had so many things on my plate over the week. Um, yeah. Oscar won for the first time, and I had the bright idea to actually make a bet with a friend. So I'm getting a tattoo soon about Oscar Piastri. Ha! I am so fucking dumb. Also, I pre-shot it. I actually made my own, like, how can I be so dumb? If you listen to last week pod with Anna, I said on the pod, if Oscar keeps performing so well and wins uh, anything in F1 before Lando Norris, something might explode at the McLaren headquarters. Guess what? One week later... Well, it wasn't one week later because it was actually the day of the sprint that we recorded. No, it was the Friday that we recorded the podcast. So yeah, one day later. 24 hours fucking later, Oscar is winning. First of all, you're welcome, Oscar. <laughs> I literally manifested your win. <laughs> so you can you can offer me a McLaren whenever you want. I will gladly accept a McLaren. Um, thank you in advance, Oscar. <laughs> but yeah, and even with that, I still managed to bet against my own... Oh, that's the French curse. <gasps> I've done a Cyril. I've done a Cyril and Daniel Ricciardo. I bet against my own team. I am so fucking bored. <laughs> oh, the reality. Oh, my God. I just did a Cyril and I'm going to get up to two. Oh, my God. <laughs> the history keeps repeating itself. <laughs> There is no way this is real! <laughs> oh my god. Okay, let's put a bit of context because I'm freaking out, but nobody actually knows why I'm freaking out. So, um, last Saturday I had the bright idea. I was talking with a very good friend of mine that watches F12 and we were talking in general. And because I said it on the pod with Anna, I said to him, like, 
like I w- we were talking about Oscar Piastri and qualifying P. He wasn't. He was P1 for the sprint. Was he? Yeah, he was P1. He was qualifying P1 for the sprints. Yeah. So he was getting pole for the sprints now. And we were talking about how incredible that is. And then I was like, oh my god, Lando Norris must probably... Um, either preparing uh, an assassination um, of his teammates. Or just um, trying to jump out of a window right now. And he was just like, yeah, poor... Poor, poor Lando, but like he's a big um, piastri stand, and, and um, I was just like, yeah, um, imagine like, <laughs> but like, okay, my sentence. How can I translate it in English and make it sound it as like as impactless that it was in French? Yeah, we were joking around Oscar Piastri being so good um, that he is better than Lando Norris, even though it's his first season in F one, and I said the sentence, which is. If Oscar Piastri is winning in F1 before Lando Norris, I am getting his name tattooed. But again, this feels such like um, official when I'm saying it like that. But it was in the, like the joke of the moment, the joke of the instance. It was all <laughs> shit and giggles. Okay, it was supposed to be shit and giggles. But um, well, what happened happened. Oscar did win the sprints, but you know what's even funnier is that I was such a fucking bitch, <laughs> fucking loser, that during when George overtook Oscar, I sent another text to my friend saying like, I'm not getting tattooed anytime soon. <laughs> and, and he was just like, ha ha ha, you're so funny. Poor Oscar, I hope he wins the sprint anyway. And he did. And that was just karma for me for being mean with Oscar. But also, you're welcome, Oscar, because I still manifested your win in the podcast of last week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that that was... Um, <laughs> so I guess I'm getting tattooed something in relation with Oscar Piastri anytime soon. 18 is my favorite number. It's my lucky number. So I'm thinking 81 would work. Like I could get like an 18 in one way and then like like a mirror. Like, you know, 18 and then on the mirror 81. And I'll make a little croissant next to it because he is Oscar Pastry in my word and not Oscar Piastri. I feel <laughs> it's just funny. Also because my friend will never let me go away with that. I will never get away of that um, anytime soon. And also because um, my ego got in, <laughs> in like got in play, and I don't want to back up from that bet that wasn't actually originally a bet. But the thing is, like with this friend, we are always doing so stupid bets with each other. Like when Lewis Hamilton got his pole position in Hungary, I said, if Lewis wins tomorrow. My friend is have has long hair. He's having like a man bun constantly. If you're a Marvel fan, he's having a Sebastian Stan, Captain America and the Winter Soldier premiere kind of thing. You know, like he has a man bun and stuff like that. So and and I was just like, if if Lewis Hamilton is winning uh, tomorrow, no, he said like if if Lewis Hamilton, is, he said it first to me. 
he said, if Lewis Hamilton is winning tomorrow, you're getting something tattooed. Um, you're, you're getting a tattoo and I am the one choosing the design. And I was just like, oh, he's just going to make me tattoo Max Verstappen on my forearm. <laughs> because he's a Max fan. And I was like, there is no fucking way. <laughs> That's not happening. So to make sure that even if Lu I wanted Lewis to win, I was like, please if he, Lewis does win, because I wanted Lewis to win, and I was expecting him to win, even if we are in the world of Max Verstappen, I was expecting him to win, I was like, I'm gonna do a counter bet for my friend, so he will not want to have too much of a bad design for me, or like, he, he will not want me to get something tattooed, or like, like he will cut the, 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 the bet off, and... I told him, if Lewis Hamilton is winning, you're getting bold. Like, I am buying an electric um, razor and you're getting bold. <laughs> well, none of these bets were um, realized, well, were accomplished because um, Lewis Hamilton got overtook by Max Verstappen turn two at the Hungarian Grand Prix. And then they both Alpine were literally being thrown out of the track by Zhu Guanyu. So <laughs> that wasn't a nice race. We were both about to crumble and roll into a ball and cry. But anyway, let's get back to... Uh, I'm getting something tattooed in relation to Oscar Piastri. <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. And that was shit and giggles. I didn't make it. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm getting tattooed. Anyway, I need to think about what is it. So if you have any recommendation, drop them. Because, I mean, I, I, I always wanted tattoos. And I think that's the right way to kick in. So I can get the rest of my tattoo list um, accomplished. Uh, so yeah, Oscar did one. That one race where I thought I was rooting for Max. The last, the last few laps, I was actually rooting for Max. And it never happened. And it will probably never happen ever again. But I was just like, Max, please overtake him. Max, do something. <laughs> Max, I'm begging you, do something. <laughs> just throw him off the track. I don't care. Can the McLaren engine blows up? <laughs> I'm sorry, Oscar. I'm glad actually nothing happened and you did actually want because I will fail very bad if that didn't happen. I would be like, oh my god, I again manifested him almost winning, but I also manifested him losing. <laughs> Terrible on my conscience. Um, anyway, what else happened during the sprints? Oh, yeah, <laughs> the sandwich. The one-third French, one-third German, and one-third Mexican sandwich happened. Almost killed myself at that one, too. Thrown myself out of a window. Um, it was a racing incident. Um, I think just they, none of them saw the others. Like, Esteban could only see Checo. Nico was being absolutely violated. <laughs> he's like, he's actually the one who took the strike and didn't deserve it at all. But of course, I'm sad for Estebesia, not for Nico Hulkenberg. But like, um, so basically what happened is that um, I think, well, Esteban was on the inside of the turn, but was faster, so he got the line. No, he was on the outside, and and Checo was 
being there, trying to hang on at, over something. And Esteban wanted to kind of cut Checo's way because he was like, there is no way this Mexican is overtaking me. Uh, but he didn't. He couldn't see that Nico Hulkenberg was actually there, and literally um, being sandwiched. Um, that poor, poor Nico. <laughs> the way that on the radio, he was like, "They sandwiched me." <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't feel bad when the professional himself say, "They sandwiched me." <laughs> oh my God! Hilarious. Um, but I was pissed. I was very pissed. I was pissed as fuck. Because it's a racing incident, but it's not Esteban's fault. Yeah, because this man can do no wrong, I already told you. In this little close uh, podcast, Esteban Ocon can do no wrong. So no, it will never be his fault. No, actually, if he if it was indeed his fault, I would assume it. I would say, yeah, yeah, it's his fault, but it's not. Like, it's just a racing incident. Nobody could see anyone because they were both... Like, all of them were in the dead angles of the other. So, yeah, that was a... Basically, a ghost car appeared for the three of them. They were all like, oh my god, there's a car actually there. <laughs> Which is crazy to me. And I think it's not only crazy for me. I think everyone was like, how did this man can just forget there will be a car there? Talking about forgetting, let's move on about the race. Um, the race, there are a few points that we need to talk about. Brocidis turning into Britcities. Um, Pierre forgetting that he's on live, t- live, live TV, diffused on every country that could afford buying rights for the Butch Media. Uh, what do we need to talk about? Lando Norris Sass. And, um... Oh, Max is third-time world champion! <laughs> I forgot to say that! Congrats, Max! I told you, I'm not a Max hater. I'm a Red Bull hater. So, congrats, Max! Well done, buddy. <laughs> well done, mate. Um, it wasn't insane in the Netherlands. I'm so shocked that... I think even the Dutch people were like, yeah, we knew he was getting his third title. So I didn't got a lot of like, come like catch up from some friends, from Dutch friends. They were like, yeah, he's world champion. We already knew it since <laughs> Bahrain, but never mind. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was being delusional for like eight races, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, yeah, that's oh, and the heat, the heat in Qatar. So let's start in chronological order. Bro cities turning into Brit cities. Um, is it Lewis' fault? Is it George's fault? To me, it's Mercedes' fault and George's fault. N- not because I'm a big Lewis fan, because I also love George. Um, if you know, if you haven't listened to older episode, I love George Russell. I love this man, and I love this man because he is also a very polarized man. Lots of people don't like George Russell, so I love to love... I I love to love George Russell even more. Um, It's like Essie Bessie and Pierre Gasly. So many people hate these two French men that I love them even more. (laughs) Because it's way funny to... um, Yeah, it's just funnier. Anyway, um... The thing is, like, 
Lewis Hamilton was on soft. I think so. Yeah, I, I believe he was on soft. And George Russell was in on hard or medium. No, he was on medium. Because they 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 the tires were only allowed for 18 laps. The FIA has decided overnight that in terms of security, all the drivers should only run 18 laps maximum over the tires. Lewis Hamilton was on soft. And he was P4. No, P3. Yeah, P3 because um, <laughs> Oscar Piastri got absolutely catapulted to a few because of track limits. But anyway, he was P3. And I'm like, what? Why, for me, it is Mercedes' fault is, first of all, why did they didn't think about this um, eventuality that Lewis will start to, will try. Because we also know that in Qatar, when you're placed P3, you're way better placed than when you're P2. So, for me, it was obvious that Lewis, also when we saw that he was on soft... I, I do believe he was on soft. Yeah, he, for me he was on soft and George in medium. But when I saw Lewis on, on on soft, I was like, oh, Mercedes accepts Lewis to at the start take Max and George at the same time, like take both out, like two birds one stone, kind of things. Because at the start, that's the biggest chance that you get to have a better sport, start than Max Verstappen. Because starts are so random, it's easy to fuck it up. So. I was just like, oh, they expect Lewis to just jump from P3 to P1. And um, apparently they didn't <laughs> think like me. At Mercedes, everyone was like, la 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 la, P2, P3, it's gonna be just fine. They're gonna stay friends and hold hands during the whole race, just like in Singapore. No, they will not. <laughs> No, they will not. They were expecting too much. Like, of course, that was bound to happen. Also, why for me, it is mainly Mercedes and a tiny bit for George Russell. It's because George didn't expect it either. He was way too confident. But that's such George Russell style. That's why I'm blaming him too. He was like, no. Lewis, seven-time world champion who didn't want to retire because he is still pissed about 2021, why would he overtake me? Well, of course he will try. Of course he will, George. Spoiler alert. He did try to overtake you, but because you didn't look in your mirrors, um, you both turned into each other. But it's a racing incident because if you look at it, like it's just like you can see that there is no... Um, like, there is no... Um, back in like there was no bad intention in both movements like Lewis, Lewis was like George turn George you need to turn George turn 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 and, and George was like la 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 oh my god Lewis <laughs> what are you doing here <laughs> literally Lewis was spinning up getting faster 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 and he was like George turn George turn George, turn! We cannot do this two cars wide. You need to turn more, mate. And then George was like, la, 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 Lewis Hamilton. And boom. <laughs> what are you doing here? Oh, the radio of that moment. First of all, I shouted so hard. I literally 
had a mental breakdown. I was like, oh my god, what is hell? What is going on? Oh, that was insane. Oh my god, that was. Oh, I'm so happy that I got to live this moment live. <laughs> That's so mean. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, Louis was like, I got taken out by my teammates. And Josh was like, two days in a row! <laughs> I'm the headache of my life. <laughs> the difference of reaction between Lewis Hamilton and George Russell killing me. But I did have some, like, I was so feeling a bit bad for, um... Mr. Russell, because he was indeed um, kind of like, um, how how do we say? It? Like he was being, um, he was blaming himself a lot. He was like, "Oh my God, that's my fault! That's my fault! That's my fault!" And then um, I think it's 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 Brian. Oh no, maybe it's not Brian. Anyway, it's the Red Flag Podcast. <laughs> One of them said, like. And then he saw on the big screen that it wasn't his fault. And he was like, oh, fuck the seven-time world champion, Lewis. That was not my fault. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's what happened in George's brain. He was like, oh, I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, no, no, no. I'm so sorry. I didn't see him there. He was, like, literally begging on the radio. Like, I didn't see him there. I didn't see him there. And then he was like, oh, fuck that. It's not my fault. <laughs> During the safety car, he looked at the big screen and was like, well, scrap that. It's his fault. <laughs> anyway, his ascension back to the top was crazy. I think he pitted. He was P20, pitted, got out of the pits. He was P14 and then managed to end up like P4. No, maybe not P4. P5. No, P4. No, P5. I don't know. P4. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god, my brain is hurting. I don't even remember. But he finished like he got an 11, like 10, 10 spot in improvement. Um, what was the second point? Yeah, Pierre Gasly forgetting that we're on live TV. Pierre, <laughs> this is about me and you. We need to chat. We need to chat, you and I. Pierre, um, yeah, did you forget you were on live TV and that we could see you? Like, on real footage all time. Like, I think he generally forget because he kept overtaking people when he was outside of the track. He did it with Lance, he did it with Paris, he did it again with Paris. Got three times five seconds penalty. Pierre, we can see you. You're gonna be seen and diffused in so many countries, so many times. We will see you overtaking someone when you're not on track. Stop, please stop. For my mental health, stop, stop, stop. That was so bad. That was so bad. Also, Romain Grosjean, I, I was crying when this happened because Julien Febro was, so he's the like concert commentator. He's the one there at every race weekend and he's always have someone different. We got a lot of Gilles Villeneuve, then we got um, Franck Montagny, who was also an F1 driver. He's an ex-F1 driver. We got Romain Grosjean. Anyway, he, they, he has a lot of guests during him every race weekend. But Julien was like, oh my god, Pierre overtook Checo. <laughs> and then Roman was like, well, actually, he overtook him while being outside. So he didn't. He's going he's gonna to have to give the position back. <laughs> every time. Every time. 
And then repeat. Oh my god, he overtook Clarence Troll. And then, well, he was again outside of the track, Julien. <laughs> Absolute tears. And I can't tell if it was sadness, tears, or um, because I was laughing too much. Because Roma is very funny. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I think it was a mix of happy and sad tears at the same time. Um... But yeah, Pierre, please never again. That was too painful to watch. And that was very frustrating. I was screaming at my screen like, Pierre, you're outside. It was too late anyway. And uh, the heat. Let's look. Oh no, Lando Sass. Um, I felt uh, very bad for Lando being like devastating basically during the whole weekend. Even during the sprint shout out. Also, the sprint shout-out, he qualified poorly, too. And, yeah, again, I was feeling so defeated for him. But then, during the race, he was like, oh, fuck that. I am not doing Crybaby. And that's very Scorpio. That's Scor full Scorpio. The moment you saw a, a bit of weakness, the next day, you're like, oh, fuck that. I'm not weak. <laughs> Never, ever again am I showing myself emotional in public. <laughs> And he was, and Sassy Lando was back during the race. And it was hilarious. Why would we do that? <laughs> when he was being asked to hold position and let Oscar being P2, he was like, why would we do that? And he was so calm, collected, and sarcastic that I thought he was actually laughing and he was, like, not being serious about it. And then I saw him, like, going faster and I was like, oh my god. He actually wants to over the Oscar. And then I got scared. <laughs> because I was like, oh my god, I think I I think it's gonna be a lot it's gonna be it's gonna be a bro series. Or like a, just like Anna said, it's gonna be a Lando Daniel uh, not a Lando Daniel a, a Max Daniel kind of situation. And I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen at some point. And finally, last but not least, this is a very long episode. I didn't thought I would like literally talk so long last but not least the heat some things need to change at Qatar and I don't know if we for me we shouldn't race at Qatar anymore and I don't think putting Qatar in December for 2024 is gonna actually change something about the temperature let me give you some facts about what happened after the race Lancel blacked out during multiple moments during the race, and on the onboard, it's actually scary. You can see how his like head is moving all around when he is starting to lose consciousness. Then Alex Albon needed help and almost fainted while getting out of his car. Like he couldn't do anything. He was standing on inside of his car, being like, "I am so down. I cannot do anything." Oscar Piastri looked like he took a shower when he went on like the post-race talk, literally dripping, but like, it's insane the way he was, like, pouring rain on his head. That's what I thought what was happening. Um, had to lay down in the cool-down room, couldn't sit, <laughs> couldn't sit. I think he was also doing it for shit and giggles, even if he was very weak, but it did make me laugh a lot. Um, what else? Oh, George Russell tried to take off his visor when he was in the pit lane, put it back on. At some point, he put his hands out at 300 kilometer outside of the car. Like, he wasn't holding the steering wheel with his hand anymore at 300 kilometers. That's a bit dangerous, Georgie. Don't do that. You crashed at the beginning of the, court, of the race, so please 
please put your both head on the steering wheel. But yeah, he was so hot that he tried to get some air at some point uh, with having his hands out. But just like Romain Grosjean said, that's not like us being at like one, 150 km, 130 kilometers per hour on the highway and opening the window and having already too much wind in the... In, in the face to breathe properly. Imagine at 300 kilometers when your hands are not holding to anything and you're having a 300 kilometer wind through you. Well, actually we learned that there was no wind, so it wasn't that violent. Apparently, I think it must be so tough for your hands. Like, I don't know how his hands didn't fly away, but congrats, George, your your wrists are very muscular. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, I need to crack a stupid joke all the time. I'm talking about something serious. What else? What else? Um, yeah, so many drivers fainted after the race. They were all in the cool-down room in the FIA hospitality, just like always before they go to the pen media. Fainted. Some people fainted so many times. And they couldn't... Like, Shell was one of the first ones to get out after, like, a lot of time. Like, actually, the journalists were like, it's been a long time they didn't came out from the building to talk to us. Normally, it takes a few minutes just to collect, put their jewelry back on, take a sip of water, and then they are back to the pen media. They were taking so much time. When Shell got out and finally talked, he was like, yeah, well, some drivers cannot stand, and some of them fainted. So, yeah. I'm actually one of the lucky ones that can stand and talk, um, even though I'm feeling like someone uh, took like the life out of me. And I was like, and that's when I realized I was like, oh my god, that 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 that's a lot of damage. And then we learned from Esteban that he threw up on lap 15 in his helmet for at least two laps. He was throwing up because of the heat. Logan Sargent DNF'd because he wasn't feeling well, and but like. N- unwell to a point on his voice we all me included i thought that he wasn't feeling sick i thought that he was like maybe feeling sick but he was feeling bad for dnf for dnfing just because he crashed the car so many times he finished p20 so many times that like you know dnfing at that moment was like probably the worst timing ever but then i learned that he was actually feeling bad and crying because like he he couldn't make it he felt like he was going to die which i can Imagine, like I've been dry, dehydrated, not at their point because I was. Well, it was during a concert. I haven't eaten all day, and it was last like like last end of June, July for seeing Sabrina Carpenter. I was on pit in the pits. I haven't eaten all day. I had a coke with me that I left on my bag that I left in the locker. In like um, for those who know a bit Amsterdam, we her concert was at Melkweg in Amsterdam. The heat without air conditioning in that, like, we're in the pits. And, like, at some point, even at the beginning of the concert, I was like, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to die right now and faint. And out after of the concert, I don't live in Amsterdam. I live in another city in the Netherlands. So I had to go back home. It was midnight. And I was like, I'm not going to make it. I have nothing to eat, nothing to drink. And I am so dehydrated that just thinking about eating something makes me want to throw up. And my legs are shaking. I am like, I don't have any colors on my face. I'm literally gonna die. And I felt so helpless. So I can only imagine this is not even one third of what they went through. Like they walked through hell, literally 
walked through hell. So, um, yeah, terrible. Also, Lamstrol, Alex Alban had to go to medical center immediately. Lamstrol, I think he went to the hospital, and um, Alex Alban went to the medical center on track. Um, yeah, Logan DNF'd, and oh my god, just don't race in Qatar anymore. I don't care about the contract. I think uh, you have a lot of money, and I think that if you can pay, no, put back the French GP. My god, I almost said something else. Put back the French GP, delete Qatar. Done. And we don't have drivers suffering for absolutely nothing. And I can finally have a home GP. Because Monaco is not France, as much as I, I wished it was. It's not France, so that's not my home GP. I want a home GP back. I want them to race at Le Castellet again. So please, put it back on the calendar and delete Qatar because they can't, this is not possible. We cannot see that anymore. The FIA, do something. Please, I'm begging you. And otherwise, I'm coming with sticks, fire, and cutting some heads. I have some beef with the FIA recently. Well, not recently. During this whole season. Absolutely. Everything they, they are doing is too hard. <laughs> so, might get violent too. Anyway, um, I think that's it for the Qatar Grand Prix. My god, that was such a long recap. Um, I hope you had a lot of fun. I hope I brought a smile on your face, as always. Um, and yeah, see you on the next one, guys. Lots of love. Um, yeah, hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed, as always, my stupid little jokes. And yeah, see you next week. A bientôt!